We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I'm your host, Jethro Jones, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Hey, guess what? I've got a book coming out. How exciting is that? It's called School X. And it's all about helping you as a principal be a designer of your school and not just a manager. So I hope you'll check it out. You can download the free chapter at schoolx.me. So just go to schoolx.me to download the first free chapter. And once you get it, hit reply to the email and tell me what you think. Looking forward to sharing that with you. That's schoolx.me. This episode is brought to you by John Cat Educational, a professional development publisher serving as the global leader in combining both research and practice in all materials. Find timely PD publications to support Great yourself and your faculty by visiting them online engaged. at teachfx.johncatbookshop.com. Learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer at teachfx.com slash transformative principle. I am excited to be a media partner for the Conrad Challenge. The Conrad Challenge is this amazing educational experience that allows students to create real-world applications to solve problems that we are facing today. It's amazing. Check out more at conradchallenge.org. That's conradchallenge.org. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I am excited to have back on the podcast today, Danielle Newford. Danielle, welcome to Transformative Principle. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Jethro. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. I'm excited to be here. Well, you are very welcome. And we've been in touch since your last episode and, you know, just bouncing ideas off of each other, sharing thoughts and 
and just been there talking with each other. And one of the things you brought up was this idea of teacher mindfulness. So I wanted to make sure I had you on to talk about that and talk about the principal's role in helping teachers manage and have mindfulness. So let's start by talking about what mindfulness is. And I've we've talked about it on the podcast before and social and emotional health, but let's talk about it in today's perspective with the coronavirus happening and some schools not knowing what they're doing from day to day and being totally stressed out about that. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about what mindfulness looks like right now in the year 2020. Okay, so I'll do my best to cover all the ways that that this can work in a school, but just to reiterate what mindfulness is or my understanding the, the definition that I use moving forward is that mindfulness is all about bringing awareness to the present moment without judgment. So a lot of people think of mindfulness or may think of mindfulness as, you know, the meditation practice. And and that's really not what I'm talking about right now. It's more about paying attention to what's happening in the moment and not judging it. So I think that right now having a mindfulness practice and just looking around at what is happening and not getting swept away with worry is definitely something that teachers and principals can appreciate trying to to have in their lives. Yeah, and and not only that, but something that is necessary and mandatory for what we're all going through right now that um, I think that piece about not having judgment about what's going on is especially difficult now when there is so much blame being tossed around from everybody about all the different things that could be causing us to be in the situation we're in. So that's one of the main things that I started thinking about after COVID happened was how imperative mindfulness could be in helping schools and teachers really take a step back to to try to think about how to proceed with the next steps. So this summer I've I've really been making it a you know a task of mine to reach out to as many many teachers as I possibly can and school districts as I can to just try to talk about the benefits of mindfulness in just own personal self-care but also in being a resilient person in our students' lives and also just in how we communicate with one another and how we just proceed through this definite time of uncertainty. Yeah, and I think that for me, that's the big piece of we're going to be back in front of our kids at some point. You know, everybody's in a different position on that. But as you're going back in front of your kids, you have to decide what kind of experience your kids are going to have. You have to decide what kind of things you're going to talk about, how you're going to support them, different things like that, and how you're going to talk about this situation as a whole. And that's where I, I think that this idea of, of not having judgment is really important because you need to decide what that's going to look like. And your actions, your words are going to make a huge impact on how your kids perceive things and, and what they do. So how do we reconcile that? And lots of Lots of teachers are very frustrated and angry about all this, and and others are angry about the opposite thing. So how do you how do you take that back and have that discussion with the kids, but do it without judgment and be mindful in that moment? Well, I think one of the main um, benefits of mindfulness is 
allowing us to respond instead of react. And when we react to different people and different thoughts and different situations, we we just automatically are, we, we're just triggered and we just say the things that we feel right away. But with mindfulness, we maybe take a breath and we think and we respond and we think about one of the benefits of mindfulness that I have found is that it allows us to see that everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own place that they're coming from as to why something might be a better option for students or the way the school might need to open or the way that the schedule is being run. And when we have a mindfulness practice, we might start to, uh, as teachers, we might start to understand, you know, okay, I, I might not agree with this and this might not be okay, but they're dealing with their own sort of struggle or they, they have a lot on their plate that they might not know, you know, X, Y, or Z. So it might allow us to just not be so quick to react to, the, to these situations. And then we model that for our students, you know? So I think that's a really important thing is just modeling that ability to respond when things aren't going the way that we want them to go is a really, really big piece that our students can really gain from our own mindfulness practice. You know, just us modeling that for them can be really valuable. I I think that is so, so powerful. Thank you for, for bringing that up because everybody does have their own story and, you know, you're not going to know of your kids what their summer or their shutdown time was like and not to assume the bad things happened or anything like that, but just to recognize that everybody dealt with that differently. And what you experienced at home with your family is not going to be the same as what each kid that's in front of you experienced as well. So I I love that idea of seeing that everyone has their own story, and there's no way for us to comprehend everything that goes into that story. And I, I thought about this recently as I was listening to a podcast with Jocko Willink, and I bring this up because I, I think it applies really well to what we're talking about. He was saying that um, when it comes time to make a decision and you have a disagreement with somebody else about what you should do, that you need to take your ego out of it. And if you're a leader, like a teacher or a principal, and you want people to, to buy into what you're trying to do, the best thing to do is to abandon your plan and buy into somebody else's plan. And I thought that was such an interesting response because it doesn't, it seems very counterintuitive. And, and in this situation, as we're talking about this, it it does relate. Trust me, I'll get to that in just a moment. What, what we see is that if we value that somebody else had a different experience and has a different story than we do, and we buy into their story, then that takes pressure off of us to one, have all the answers and two know exactly how to deal with every situation, which we certainly don't. But what I like about that approach is that it then gives us permission to really investigate and learn about their story and what their experience is without having to have the judgment about what their experience was. Did any of that make sense, Danielle? Because it related in my mind just fine, but it might not have come out that way. No, I completely think that fits because I, I feel like if you let go of the need to be coming out on top, then you kind of 
just allow the conversation to be what it is. If you kind of let go of the, it's, you know, it's the whole idea of, would you rather be right or happy? You know, like, you know, maybe the being happy is just being able to, to hear another person's story and where they're coming from without having to push your own agenda. Yeah, I like that. And I think that, that that makes a lot of sense. And and as we're dealing with the kids that are in front of us this fall and into the next year, um, we're going to have lots of opportunities to do that well or to do that poorly. John Cat Educational supports high-quality teaching and learning by providing publications that are research-based, practical, and focused on the key topics proven essential in today's and tomorrow's schools. The latest John Cat publications include a book whose bold, transformative ideas amaze and infuriate people around the world, according to one reviewer, a title from Global Leaders in Curriculum Planning, Practice, and Retrieval, one book that says Stop Talking and Start Doing with Regard to Teacher Well-Being, and much more. These books, used by educators of all roles across North America and worldwide, amplify fresh, engaging voices with practical strategies to create During COVID, transformative change. every teacher change. is a new teacher. Learn more in our That's show notes why at jessorjones.com whose professional learning platform doubles student engagement online or in person. To learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer, visit teachfx.com slash transformative principle. So how do we prepare as the adults to be ready to do that well in front of the kids? I think one of the biggest things that I try to or have tried to provide to teachers that I work with is take some time for yourself to just breathe. You know, it's as simple as that. It can be more complicated, but it doesn't need to be. So in your schedule, Maybe take a couple of minutes. And it can be as simple as five minutes before you go into, you know, your first Zoom meeting or your classroom or however it works. It can be the same sort of schedule no matter what ends up happening. But take five to ten minutes and just get yourself set for the day. And then try to create moments throughout your school day where you do those check-ins. A lot of times teachers, you know, say, well, I, I don't have time. You know, that's, or principals will even say like, I don't have time to ask my teachers to do something more. And really it's not going to be about doing something more. It's going to be changing intentionally how you do the things you already do. So we're already breathing. It's just bringing awareness to that breathing. We're already taking that time in our car doing something. So let's just take a couple of moments to just focus on us instead of being on our phones. You know, so changing the intention of how we move through our day can bring some of that peace so that we can be the grounded, you know, resilient teachers that our students need and the resilient leaders that our teachers need. Yeah. And and what I like about that is that idea of you're not asking people to do something more. You're asking them to do what they're already doing differently. And, and that can be very powerful in and of itself. And so often we think, you know, this is just another thing that I've got to keep track of or another thing that I've got to do. And nobody wants to live like that. I mean, we don't, we want stuff off of our plates, not more added onto it. 
And that's something that I tried with my teachers to say a lot is don't just don't just think of this as another thing. Think of this as the way we do things. And I like your way a little bit better that it's not doing more. It's changing what you're already doing. And I, I think that that perspective is better than what I would say to my teachers because, you know, they were like, well, I, I don't want to change what I'm doing. I don't want to do the... I don't want to do things in that way. I want to do them the way I've always done them because I'm comfortable and I like it. And why should I change and all that kind of stuff. So so I think that that's really good advice. You mentioned preparing yourself for the day. What are some practical tips that you can give to to tell people how they can prepare for each day? I'm a proponent and this isn't for everybody. So, you know, that's this is something that you could tailor to your own schedule and what the demands are in your morning, but I'm a real proponent for some kind of morning routine. And that could be something at, and, and what I like to call it is quiet time. And whatever that quiet time could be, it could be reading a devotional. It could be going for a little walk. It could be taking five minutes in your car before you go into school. It could be something active, like, you know, a quick workout. It could just be sitting um, and listening to a guided mindfulness practice, but something that is for you that really starts your day in a way that you are then set for the rest of your day. You know, like it's that building block. So taking just, you know, and it can be longer than that and it can fluctuate. When I teach a lot of my teachers the mindfulness practices, I like to encourage them to get curious about what works and what doesn't. So again, if we're bringing mindful awareness to it, we're not judging ourselves for something not something not working. You know, people often say, I'm, I'm not a morning person or I can't possibly get up that much earlier. Well, maybe try it. And if it doesn't work, then do something different. So get curious about what could work in the morning. And then if that doesn't work, then, then play around with maybe it's a lunchtime couple moments that you just check in with yourself. So my biggest thing would be some kind of something in the morning that fits with you and what you like to do. Not, not any sort of like, I should be doing this or I, you know, we don't want to guilt and shame people. Yeah. And, and you need to take the time to figure out what does actually work. So I have this song that I love to listen to. It's a Russian song called Kone and that means horse. And when I listen to that song, it helps put me in the right frame of mind for whatever I need to accomplish. And I usually use that song to help get me fired up for something that I need to go and accomplish. Like, you know, I use it before job interviews. I use it before webinars or other things like that that I do that it helps me like get in the frame of mind of I can accomplish hard things and it's not too challenging, too challenging to do. And so, you know, that for me, that works, but that song has a really particular meaning to me that is very deep and, you know, not, not everybody's going to have that same reaction. So I I appreciate what you're saying, because if you, you know, were to say, okay, we'll do this and it'll work. Well, that's not necessarily true. You've got to do what's going to work for you. And it may take some time to figure that out. And one of the best uses for my prep period when I was a teacher (laughs) is I used it to take a nap many days. And people laugh when I say that, but the reality is, is I needed to like reset myself. And my prep period was right in the middle of the day, uh, the time that I was doing this. 
and it was exactly what I needed. I didn't take a long one. I took a five minute power nap, sometimes 10 minutes, but it was a short intentional thing to do that made me so much better for my students later that it was, it was almost mandatory at that time because I had uh, two little kids <laughs> who were waking up all the time and I really needed to just recharge and reset. And whatever it is that you need to do, I, I think it's important what you're saying, Danielle, is to just make sure that it's something that is going to help you personally prepare. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I used to do the same thing with a nap, but it was in my car after school and I would do a five or 10 minute power nap. And my husband thought I was crazy, but I did. And it, it made all the difference in the rest of my day. So I'm totally about the, the power naps. Yeah. Naps are really good. Um, so, uh, in closing, um, Danielle, can you tell us about how people can learn more from you and what they can get, um, how they can learn some of these techniques directly from you? Certainly. So if you check out teachingwell.life, so the website teachingwell.life, you can, um, find out all the things that I'm doing with mindfulness and self-care for teachers. And I'd love to also direct you to teachingwell.life forward slash mindful classroom, because that's going to give you 10 ways to bring mindfulness to a classroom situation. So I think this is a really great technique to start implementing, not necessarily teaching kids, but it's ways that teachers can implement some mindfulness into their classroom in those, you know, moments where they really need to, to regroup and to um, maybe have a, a shift or transition in their classroom period. So those two places, and you could also catch me on Instagram at, at teaching well, Danielle. Okay, great. Um, well, thank you for that. And the last question that I ask is, what is one thing based on all we've talked about today that a principal can do this week to be a transformative principle? I think that it's to walk the walk. So for me this week, if every principal listening could try to do something in regard to mindfulness, you know, get curious and explore their own maybe mindfulness routine and, you know, share that, get vulnerable with your staff and Tell them what worked and what didn't in some sort of way. It doesn't need to be at a big faculty meeting, but maybe, you know, you passing that on to your staff, it will give them permission to, you know, try some of these things and see that it can help in the way that they show up for their students. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. And um, you don't have to go brag about it, but just sharing what you're doing that's working, I think, is is always a good place to start. So, Danielle, thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principle. You can get links to her website and the show notes, jethrojones.com slash podcast. And you can learn more about Danielle at teachingwell.life slash mindful classroom. And again, Danielle, thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principle. All right, thank you so much for having me. Thank you to our valued partner, John Cat Educational. If you are a leader looking to make transformative change by providing yourself and your leaders and teachers with professional development that is research-based and rigorous, yet easy to digest and full of practical strategies, check out the latest publications from John Cat. Visit us.johncatbookshop.com to find information on bulk orders or learn much more in our show notes. You can also use the code TRANSFORMATIVE to save a bundle at us.johncatbookshop.com. 
School principals across the country are using TeachFX's virtual PD and job-embedded feedback to boost student engagement during COVID. With TeachFX, teachers get eight times more feedback and generate 144% more student engagement on average in a school year with no additional work for school leaders or teachers. To learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer, visit teachfx.com slash principal. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.